It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Daily Assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Check them out online, leesheatac.com. Joining us now from The Athletic, our friend Sam Amick. Sam, hello. How are you? Hi, guys. Hanging in there. Thanks for having me, as always. You bet. Uh, And I'm sure we've asked you this question a number of times, Sam, but Gordon and I, once again, are going over the safety of all of this with the Orlando situation in the bubble. And of course, it comes up with the news that there might be some players that have concerns. Can you share with us again your kind of overall thoughts on the safety measures that the NBA is taking? Uh, The truth is, you know, there's, there's not a ton of clarity at this point about how it's going to function. Now, I think that will probably change by next week, um, you know, if, if things remain on track the way they are right now, I would not be surprised over the weekend to see this whole thing get formalized. You know, the union and the league could come to an agreement. The Disney uh, Orlando situation to be, you know, more firmed up, and then from there, I think you'll get more announcements with specific details about the medical side. Um, but I mean, you know, it's 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 so the rough things that are all subject to change. You know, I do anticipate daily testing. I don't think it'll be, and this is for players, staff, media who are inside the bubble, uh, coaches, everybody involved, PR, and I don't think it'll be the uh, the invasive, you know, very uncomfortable swab up the nose style. I think it'll. Uh, be another type. I mean, I'm not well versed enough on all the different options to know which one they're they're, they're kind of leaning towards right now. But you know, there's going to be quarantines involved. You know, when you first arrive, there's going to be uh, limited movement and, and certainly social distancing at all times. So, um, you know, one thing that's interesting is I think the within the bubble, the Disney employees will be the only ones who are coming and going from the bubble. So they would present a risk, so to speak, but they also are not permitted uh, to, to really engage with anybody from the NBA either. So uh, that's kind of a general breakdown, but I think a lot more details to come. Sam, maybe this question is related to the answer you just gave, but when it was first announced or when details some specifics started to leak out that the league would restart. We asked you specifically if you were excited about it, and you said, no, that's not the word for what I'm feeling right now. I'm wondering where are you on your excitement spectrum as we have moved forward a little bit on this. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not excited. Um, I'm happy that I have a job. I mean, we, we had a rough week at our company last week with, some good people losing their, their jobs. And so I'm thankful in that respect. Um, I mean, I'll feel better once we, every little piece of information, I'm just a sucker for knowing what I'm going into. And so ironically, and I apologize to you guys for being late. Um, some of those answers are hard to come by. And, and the reason I was late to join you today was I was on the phone with somebody who was able to provide some of them. And so I have a little bit more of a clear picture of, you know, how it might look and the timing and the scenarios. And one of the main things is that for the media, you know, you, you either have to go for the entire time, which is an extremely long period of time. Um, you know, you're talking about three months 
um, or there is a possibility at some point in between of, of having kind of a, uh, a a baton handoff, if you will, where you, know, you could have one writer going for a certain amount of time and then another writer would take over from that outlet. So we'll see, but it's um, I feel a little better. Like today was a good day in that regard. I heard a few details about different things that, that you would be allowed to do inside the bubble because in the very beginning they were painting a picture of uh, extreme restrictions meaning like from the arena to the hotel room and that's it you are not permitted to go anywhere else ever and um, you know I don't think that's going to be the case but you know they for obvious reasons they want to be careful and they're working with the medical professionals all the way through to, to try to get some of these concessions without giving up anything from a safety standpoint. Sam Amick is with us from The Athletic on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, talking about how you know everything lays out from a timing standpoint and when they start next season. How much is the NBA considering the Olympics and international play, and should they be considering that? Man, Jake, I don't have... You know, I, I don't have a great answer there because they, you know, and I'm forgetting what the the IOC had announced when they canceled the Olympics. About didn't they put a date on when they would when they would you know happen instead? Am I remembering that correctly or not? I I I think you are, and they moved it to basically the same time next year. I, I believe if memory, if memory serves, and, and basically the reason I asked is Joe Ingles was on the station earlier this morning, and he you know had some words about uh, you know how if it comes down to it, he'll be torn a little bit because playing for Australia is is that important to him. So that's kind of the oh sure motivation okay. yeah. for asking. Yeah, no, I mean I get that. Um, you know, you're going to have, I mean, you know, I think the, I hate to say it, the American guys are not going to be as torn as some of the, the guys from other countries. There's deeper cultures in terms of the certain core groups. You know, Joe is part of that with the Australian team where a guy, you know, Spain has had a lot of that over the years where they've they've had the same core group playing for a very long time. Um, but that is where the the calendar is getting condensed in a way where somebody's going to pay a price. And so the player's off-season has already paid a price because they better get their – I mean, if, if, if they're able to go to an exotic location right now, which they might not be able to, they better get that in now because once you start up in July, you are basically not stopping through the end of the 21-22 the season, which is just crazy to think about. Um, you know, and then within all of that, I think the Olympics are definitely going to be impacted – Sam, uh, with the uh, climate around the country right now, uh, concerns about social justice and whatnot, do you expect any kind of uh, demonstration of kneeling during the national anthems? Uh, Will they even have the national anthems? I suppose they will. Do you anticipate some adjustment in NBA policy in that regard? Um, Yeah, I mean, I can see it. Um, They're you know, in the past, NBA players have chosen not to kneel, uh, and that I think was born largely out of confidence in Adam Silver. Um, you know, I've had times when I disagreed with the league and uh, talked to them about how they, 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 you know, they have, they do have a policy in place that that indicates that that's not allowed, and it, it hasn't really been, you know, the spotlight hasn't really been put on it because it's not really enforced, and they. And they have stood behind their players when it comes to, you know, the black community, when it comes to, you know, these issues. And they have a good track record. 
uh, and, and have for quite some time. Um, and so, but these are different times. So, I mean, I'm handicapping it. I, I would be surprised if there was no kneeling. I would be surprised if, um, I think some of this in chatter you hear about players being concerned about playing. I think people have assumed that that's all health related. And I think some of that is, is also tied to players having a belief that, that maybe this isn't the best time to, uh, you know, to be out there entertaining people. Um, it's, maybe it's a, a better time to be out there rallying in your communities and letting your voice be used. So I think you're going to have some of that in the coming weeks. And, you know, and I, and I think that's where it's interesting. The Orlando plan, once it got shared publicly, you know, everybody had this misnomer that, all right, well, there it is. There's the plan. Late July, the NBA is back. It's that simple. And it's not that simple because the players, now it's all, it's a little bit like with me. Now it's all becoming real. Now you're getting the details. Now the players don't like some of the details. Now they're, their minds are on other things that are more meaningful. So, um, you know, I think in, in that sense, the next month could be very interesting. Sam Amick with us, uh, your NBA Daily Assist right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sam, I want to ask you about uh, LeBron James and his, uh, kind of on a similar note, his um, support of pro-voting campaigns. And, uh, it, you know, LeBron has, has kind of picked and chosen when he's been uh, spoken. You know, he's, he's done his TV show, and, and there's certainly been some other things. But I thought this was a really productive response on his part. No, I agree. I mean, this is – even, honestly, for me, it, it's interesting in this time because you kind of learn that the the hashtags and, and, and the social media support and even, you know, the conversation with your neighbor, like, those mean something, but to really actually exact change, it's it's policy, it's things like this that make a real difference. And to LeBron's credit, he's gotten pretty good at doing this type of thing. I mean, he created his own school in his hometown of Akron and is, you know, is, is literally changing the lives of hundreds of kids from his hometown. Um, you know, this is a very tangible, impactful uh, action on his part. And the cool thing about his platform is that I think it's the type of thing that is not only going to make this impact, um, you know, that he is responsible for in his group, but it's the type of thing that I think inspires others to do similar type stuff and other athletes. And, you know, the longer I've covered LeBron, that element has been fairly interesting because his stature continues to grow and continues to grow. And you see players in other sports who care what he has to say. And they model, I mean, there's been other athletes who went out and built their own school because he did it, you know, it worked so well for him and and take ideas and steal them in a good way. So, uh, no, I thought that was a a fantastic initiative. Sam, as far as on the court uh, situations, uh, as you have thought about what is uh, yet to come, uh, anything that is most intriguing to you? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I can talk about your jazz all day. <laughs> uh, I just, I think the jazz are interesting. I, I feel kind of bad for their group because, you know, my understanding on the with Boyan Bogdanovich is, you know, it's just the type of thing, like, that's a tough price to pay for a season being suspended that he probably would have been able to gut it out through the playoffs if the season had never come to an end. And then, um, 
I'm, tell me if I'm remembering incorrectly, was it the wrist surgery? I'm forgetting yeah. the body part. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and it, and it was nagging at him and nagging at him, and then he and then he ends up feeling like he has to have the procedure. You lose a 20 point per game score. On top of that, you have. I mean, the Jazz are going to play a part in the playoffs that I'm sure they would prefer not to, which is to say it's, you know, it's the team that it all started with in terms of everything coming to an end. Like that's just, they, they, you know, they rolled the dice in the wrong way and that's not their fault because if it wasn't Rudy, it was going to be somebody else inevitably at some point. But, you know, they're on the docket as the team that it all started with. And so when they start up again, everything with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy is going to be on display um, you know, Quinn Snyder trying to be a leader like he was during the whole situation and, you know, get this team going in a good direction. So I find them interesting. Uh, I find the Trailblazers very interesting, especially because Damian Lillard is out here predicting that they could beat the Lakers. And at face value, you kind of say, no, nah, there's no way. But, you know, there's a team that went to the conference finals last year. And, um, and, and Damian's got a lot of confidence. And so, you know, I think they're intriguing. They get Yusuf Nurkic and Zach Collins back because they were hurt when the season came to an end. Um, you know, I could go all the way down the list. LeBron getting a chance to, you know, to get his fourth championship. Giannis Antetokounmpo has a very, uh, you know, important Supermax extension decision to make this summer with the Bucks in Milwaukee, and I'm happy for him that he gets to make that choice, having known what the Bucks actually did in the playoffs. But you know, there's going to be, a, I think, a ripple effect there. So there's going to be plenty of stuff to get into. Well, I'm glad that we'll have a couple of weeks to dive into it before we th- get things started, Sam, and we appreciate you jumping on with us, man. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sam. Of course, our good friend Sam Amick from The Athletic. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.